Who doesn't love a good story? From the film and television buffs having their fill of motion picture features and digital content, to the bibliophiles who travel to other worlds through paperbacks and audiobooks without ever leaving the safety of their own home. We all seem to find our way back to stories, especially right now. Here are some thoughts on why from freelance writer Sarah Wynn. Stories are an incredibly powerful medium. They are the lifeblood of who we are. Why? Because at their core, they represent the essence of what it means to be human. We are all storytellers. We tell stories to entertain ourselves and laugh, to share experiences and poignant moments, to pass down our history, and to help others learn from our actions, good and bad. For me, stories are a lot like music or really any creative work. They have this ability to create connection and move us emotionally. One person's story becomes a shared experience, linking us with them and moving us to places of hope, healing, and encouragement. Mm, I love that. Honestly, fun and entertainment would be reasons enough to enjoy stories. But when you capture the rich layers and elements of what stories mean for our humanity, well then, it's even better. I'm Dr. Krista Glover, host and creator of Come Find Rest, and up next, we're discussing how stories are good. For this episode, I wanted to hear from a professional. Unfortunately, one of my good friends happens to also be one of my favorite contemporary writers. No blowing smoke and no unwarranted flattery here. She's really that good. Full of wit and wisdom, Dr. Jennifer Scott is first and foremost a writer, a storyteller in her own right. She's also a communication scholar who now shares from an academic perspective what she undoubtedly observed in her 20 plus years of storytelling. Here are her thoughts. We love stories because stories make us. They give us our history and how we know about anything that happened about life before we got here. Yeah, that's all storytelling from generations uh, to generations. And it's the big stories, like the ones that historians tell about world wars and civil rights to even the smallest stories about how your grandparents met. And hey, it's not just about the past, even though that's really significant. It helps us understand ourselves, where we are right now. Think about the movies that are out or, or the television episodes. So much of the media that we consume, it's subtly and yet yeah, not so subtly informing us about cultural norms. How we talk, how we look, who our friends are. Yeah, at the risk of a cliche, it's true. It really is life imitating art, imitating life. To take it one step further, these stories are also delivering moral truths. In fact, all the best ones do. So they not only tell us who we are, uh, but also how we should be. What does the best possible version of life look like? Who are you when you're at your highest self? Yeah, it's stories that tell us that. And yes, true, the medium changes over time, as it definitely would, but paper books aren't quite dead yet, and the feature film is still king. But we've evolved into being able to tell a compelling tale in, what, 15-second TikTok video? 140 characters on Twitter? The beauty of it all is that what it started with 
which is the oral tradition, our ability to tell stories through our audible voices to people right in front of us. Hey, that's never going to go away. And thank God for that, because it brings us together. Isn't that what we want right now? What we need right now more than ever? Look, stories are the heart of us. They define us in ways that that beyond what anything else really can. And I think what I'm most excited about is that stories help us and will continue to help us dream about our future. So we don't always have to be stuck where we are. We can look ahead and imagine something bigger and brighter and definitely better for us. Yes, there's so much there, especially at the end. We don't have to stay where we are. We can reimagine a different future with countless possible endings. And I'll get to that in just a moment. But for now, let me just summarize what Sarah and Jennifer said. Stories are good in several of the following ways. Number one, they teach. Okay, so think about your kids. They learn moral lessons through fables, parables, and Bible stories. It's even said that kids who want the same story read to them over and over and over and over and over, or to watch the same movie on repeat. Hello, parents, I'm frozen. It's really because they're processing lessons and themes from that story. They're absorbing the content and learning from it. So you know what? Pop in Princess and the Frog one more again and call it a day because they're getting something from it. Number two, stories connect. Stories cross cultural barriers and transcend time. Particularly oral tradition brings us closer to our family history, to friends, and to love. That's why it's really powerful to revisit the first time you met your mate every anniversary and all the fun adventures you enjoyed with your friends. Stories bond us and bind us in the most beautiful way. Number three, they activate. Stories are emotional and evocative, and we need them to be. If you just rattle off straight facts, we're really not as connected to that. But when you give us a narrative and paint a picture, it means so much more. Just think of the 1997 movie Titanic with Leo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. Y'all, we all sat through a three-hour historical drama multiple times. Why? Because the, the love story moved us. Jack and Rose maybe didn't exist in real life, but they could have. And just knowing that there was assuredly many love stories that were cut short on that ill-fated ship, it moved us in our emotions in a way that straight historical facts would not. So number four brings us to that. They stick. Stories stick with us because they are memorable. They capture our imaginations and move us. Think about your favorite movie or a TV episode, or a song, or poem. Can't you recite it line by line? There's so much power in that. And finally, number five, they comprise. Well, what do stories comprise? They comprise our lives. Isn't every experience or memory basically a story of our past? There are hundreds of them. That time you got stitches in the third grade, or every summer vacation you spent with family in the Outer Banks. The past is full of stories who define who we are. It doesn't just end there though. How we choose to live out our present moment is creating our future right now. 
we are narrating our lives as we speak. I often take a narrative therapy approach in counseling because again, I think stories are so powerful. We are always looking to stories to help us understand and make sense of our world and how we narrate life with all the many characters and plot twists determines how healthy and happy we'll be in the end. For example, when you're hit with something unexpected, do you just lie down and take it? Are you simply a helpless victim and this is just your tragic finale? Or do you say, plot twist, and view it as a second act break? You might be low now, but you'll have a comeback. Maybe you're living life as a supporting role and you need someone to tap you on the shoulder and be like, nah girl, you're the star. This is your life and your story and you should take the center stage in it. You see my point. Taking a narrative approach to life can help us put some healthy distance from the day to day. So we're not just reacting to whatever comes. No, when you can elevate your vantage point and see that there's a grand plot unfolding then you can start to take proactive steps in determining how it all ends. There you have it. All the ways stories are good. I used to have a friend in college who would frequently remark, my life should be a movie. And honestly, all of our lives are a movie in a sense. Hopefully we are the protagonist in our life story and not merely a supporting role. I'm sure there's at least one antagonist, if not more. There's definitely conflict to overcome, foreshadowing of what's to come, themes and variations, perhaps a musical motif. All of these play a role in our destiny fulfillment. As the heroes in our lives, We might have to overcome a heck of a lot in order to discover who we are and complete the work we were made to do. The beautiful thing about it all is that even when we happen to sleepwalk through life, through our life story for years, we don't have to finish that way. When we finally awaken to who we really are, we can revise our lives at any point. That's the beauty and power of story. If you don't like how your story's unfolding, you can collaborate with God and co-write a completely different ending. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for next time and always remember, this moment is good. <laughs>